Dobry wieczór. Tutaj William. Witam serdecznie. Welcome to the Hello Orlandia News Summary. Well, this week, Platforma Obywatelska's great hope for a revival in its sagging political fortunes, the return to domestic politics of former Prime Minister Donald Tusk, became a reality. While Saturday's formal return as acting leader at a meeting of the party's National Council and a flurry of subsequent media appearances are a welcome dose of positive news for the party, it remains to be seen whether going back to a past leader, and one certainly far from being universally popular in Poland, will reap the expected dividends. Tusk may well halt and even reverse Platforma Obywatelska's hemorrhaging of support in the opinion polls to newcomer Polska Dwatyszansa Pięczczesząt. His political skills may also succeed in building a more credible and unified opposition. Whether his second innings as Prime Minister will ultimately be possible, especially coming with the baggage of Tusk's nearly seven-year term as head of government before being succeeded by Eva Kopacz in 2014, only time will tell. Our main news stories this week. Donald Tusk returns to Polish domestic politics. Jarosław Kaczynski is re-elected as Prawo i Sprawiedliwość leader for what he says is his last term. Prime Minister Morawiecki becomes a party vice-president in what's being viewed as a signal as to the desired succession. And Poland's Olympic Committee launches the team destined for the Tokyo Games. The past week has been one of major political developments in Poland, setting the scene for the second half of the planned life of the current Sejm and for the next general election. On Friday, Platform Obywatelska leader Boris Budka announced that Donald Tusk would be returning to Polish politics and taking on a major leadership role in the party. This was confirmed the next day at a meeting of the party's National Council, with Budka resigning and Tusk being named acting leader in his place. Bringing down the curtains on an ill-fated 17 months in charge of the party, Budka said that he was putting the future of the country and the future of Platforma Obywatelska above my own ambitions and that he wanted Tusk to lead the party to victory. Tusk said he was giving up his role as President of the European People's Party to devote himself full-time to Polish politics. In strident remarks, he commented that today evil rules in Poland and we are going out onto the field to fight this evil. The evil that Prawo i Sprawiedliwość has done is so evident, shameless and permanent. It happens every day, in every manner. The former Prime Minister moved rapidly both to cement existing alliances and to attempt to address a major political albatross from his period in government. Tusk said he wanted to continue Platforma Obywatelska's alliance with its smaller partners in Koalicja Obywatelska, primarily Nowoczesna and the Greens. He conceded that the manner of the controversial 2012 decision taken by the government he headed to raise the retirement age on a phased basis to 67 for both men and women was a mistake. That decision, since reversed, is seen as having contributed significantly to the party's loss of office after Tusk had left to become President of the European Council. Tusk pledged to continue with the Pienset Plus child benefit payment introduced by the current government. That pledge will be seen as another attempt 
to blunt a likely socially uncaring avenue of attack from Pravo is Prevedivost. A recent opinion poll taken before the weekend's developments indicated that a large majority of polls do not expect to see Tusk returning as Prime Minister. That said, his return is undoubtedly a major and very badly needed boost for Palparma of Vitalska, which has struggled to compete with Pravo Isprevedivost, and even more worryingly for the party, had seen its opinion poll ratings fall well below those of Polska Devotishans and Pienstjeshant. Tusk's return raises numerous questions, both within and outside the party. Perhaps of most immediate relevance within the party will be where this leaves the ambitions of Warsawa mayor and former presidential candidate Rafał Truskowski. He was already suspected of harbouring political ambitions outside the platform of Vitelska, and Tusk's return probably makes such an outcome more likely. Given the polarised nature of attitudes to Donald Tusk in Poland, he's unlikely to win many new converts to the party from Pravo Isprevedivost or other parties on the right. What he stands a far better chance of doing is galvanising the opposition and helping Platforma Abovitelska in particular to regain much of the ground lost to Szymon Hwavnius Polska Devotyshanse Pięczczeshant. The weekend also saw the main governing party, Pravo Isprevedivost, hold its congress with elections taking place for top party leadership posts. As long signalled, Jarosław Kaczynski was on Saturday overwhelmingly re-elected for a further term. The vote extended his tenure as leader of the party, which commenced in January 2003, when he took over from his twin brother and subsequent Polish president, the late Lech Kaczynski. The 72-year-old has stressed repeatedly that this would be his last term as leader and said that he would stand down if the job becomes too much for him. In his speech to the Congress, Kaczynski emphasised the importance of high ethical standards on the part of office holders in the party and conceded that there had been lapses in this area. He told the Congress that cases of nepotism in our ranks undermine our credibility and that Politics should be serviced in the interest of the common good and not for one's own benefit, conceding that there had been cases of inappropriate personnel decisions that caused a state of deep frustration and anger among others. The question of the Kaczynski succession, even in the medium term, is in the background of many political developments on the right of the political spectrum. An important signal at the weekend congress was provided by Sunday's election, for the first time, of Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki as a Vice-President of the party. While the appointment is symbolic, for a latecomer to the party who only became a member in 2016, it's an indication of the succession plan, at least as currently envisaged. Of course, such a succession will be far from automatic, and one or more of the other party Vice-Presidents, Marius Błaszczak, Joachim Brzezinski, Marius Kaminski, Antony Macierewicz and Beate Szydło could be in the frame. Outside the party itself, there is also the controversial figure of Justice Minister and Solidarna Polska leader Zbigniew Żabro, himself expelled from Prawo Isprawiedliwość in 2011. On Monday, 
It was reported that the former transport minister in the last PSL government, Svavomir Novak, has been formally charged with accepting bribes and money laundering. Novak served as the head of Ukraine's state road agency after his term in the Polish government. He was arrested last July by the Central Anti-Corruption Bureau as part of a joint investigation with Ukraine into allegations of wrongdoing dating from his time there. The Warsaw District Prosecutor, Marius Dubowski, said that Novak is facing 17 charges, including money laundering and heading a criminal group. He's alleged to have accepted bribes of 6.5 million zwotyk and solicited a further 4.5 million zwotyk. Throughout the long investigation, Novak has strenuously protested his innocence. The US energy giant Westinghouse Electric Corporation says it has started preparatory work in support of Poland's civil nuclear power program with financial assistance from the US Trade and Development Agency. The company's front-end engineering and design project is designed to help win the contract for the construction of Poland's first nuclear power station and forms part of the implementation of an intergovernmental agreement between the US and Poland on civil nuclear cooperation signed last October. President Andrzej Duda, in an interview with public broadcaster TVP on Sunday, said Poland's move to include nuclear energy in its energy mix would both help the climate and ensure economic sovereignty and security. He said that, We're moving away from coal, our traditional energy source, and switching to renewables. But we also need a stable and reliable source of electricity. Polish tennis star Iga Świątek is out of the Wimbledon Championships. The 20-year-old Pole, currently number 9 in the WTA World Rankings, lost to her Tunisian opponent on Monday. On Tuesday, Poland's Olympic Committee announced the final lineup of the contingent for the Tokyo Games, which take place from July 23rd to August 8th. Poland will have 215 athletes competing, comprising 112 men and 103 women, under the Team Polska slogan Jesteśmy Jednon Drzynską. Not that they will need any extra motivation, but the committee also announced cash incentives for athletes and coaches to secure medals, including 120,000 zwotyk for an athlete winning an individual gold medal. I suspect that after the recent European Soccer Championship, Polish soccer fans will be hoping that the country is due some good fortune in Tokyo. That's all for this week.